Part 10 Long time, Matt, Dad said, holstering his shotgun on his leg. He stepped into the room. Looked like something out of a time machine. He looked every bit the asshole I remember he was. Right down to his knee-cropped hair, thick leather jacket, five o'clock shadow, and wait, was that night vision goggles on his head? Eric, you alright over there? He said, making his way over to him. Eric nodded, still pulling himself out of his panic attack. He gazed at Dad in disbelief, and I couldn't blame him. Eric hadn't seen him for two years, and I hadn't seen the guy in twice that. Didn't prick yourself with that needle, did you? Dad said, giving Eric a once-over. He took the syringe from Eric's hand, held it up to the light to make sure it was still full, then pocketed it in his jacket. Good. What are you doing here? I said quietly. He glanced back at me. Well, I was invited, wasn't I? I think he means... Eric began. Dad cut him off. I know what he means. Raise your arms. Good. Nothing broken there? Eric shook his head. The poor kid was an hour younger than me, but our father treated him like he was half my age. All right, how do your legs? Dad, I'm fine, Eric said, standing up. He looked shaken beyond belief. His body was still trembling with anxiety. I think Matt wants to know where you're here. And so do I. There was no escaping the question now. Dad sighed. A thick mitt of a hand pulled his night vision goggles from the top of his head. He dropped them on the table with a clatter and pulled out a chair with a screech, sitting down in it and looking up the dark. Stalactites on the cave ceiling. I got your text, Eric, he said after several moments of silence. I sent you one back, but you never got it, clearly. No shit, I said. When did you send it back? Out of curiosity? Because we started our drive at nine in the morning. Dad gave me a scathing look, his brown eyes colder than any blue. I sent it in the afternoon, when I woke up. Ah, there he was, drinking, huh? Oh, give me a damn break, Matt. Don't fucking lecture me on drinking. Eric shot me a shrug, and I got the picture. I really wasn't a bastion of moral superiority when it came to booze. Even still, I had more questions. So what? You came here as soon as you saw the text? Dad put his head in his hands. As if speaking to me was the most painful thing he'd experienced all year. No shit, he said, patting his shotgun on his thigh. Listen, I showed up, didn't I? Saved your asses. About that, I said, folding my arms and walking around Jake's motionless corpse. It was grotesque, with blood-streaked fur, massive feet and hands, and a set of jaws that made a tiger look like a bobcat. Looking at him, it was as if a bear had been mixed with a chimpanzee, with a bit of asshole thrown in. How did you find us? How did I? Dad leaned back in the chair, its legs creaking as he drummed his fingers on the table. He ran a hand over his scruffy face. Let's just say I knew about your dear grandma's eclectic interest, and yeah, he trailed off, a trait he and Eric shared. So you knew about this place, Eric said, doing his best to look Dad in the eye, and you never told us? I stomped over, not giving Dad a chance to answer. I needed to say my piece. Yeah, and you just walked out and left a bunch of fucking lunatics? Then you vanished. Poof, gone. Who cares, though, right? Not like we would have appreciated so little a goddamn warning. Oh, you wanted a warning, did you, Matthew? Dad shouted, losing his temper, a trait he and I shared. I did everything I could to warn you. Both of you. I told you to come with me. I begged you to. But no. You wanted to stay with your dear old mom. And honestly, Matthew, and this is on you, after all the fucking tantrums you threw, the bullshit you tossed my way, I wasn't willing to fight it. Not anymore. You even poisoned Eric against me. I rounded on him, towering above his chair. Took every bit of my willpower I had not to sock him in the jaw right there and then. Fifteen years and he still couldn't take responsibility. He patted down his jacket, 
irritated before reaching inside and pulling out a pack of smokes. Who's per diem? Eric said quietly. I recognized that tone. It was one I'd heard a thousand times before as a kid. He was trying to change the subject before Dad and I got too heated. Per diem, Dad said, opening his pack and sliding a cigarette out. Is the Lord beyond the veil? He made a mystical, wavy gesture with his hand and spat a mouthful of chew on the ground. Your grandmother, Gail, not Beth, was obsessed with him. Some kind of death cult shit. He planted a cigarette in his lips and lit it, then held the pack toward me. No thanks, I quit. Ha! Dad waved out his match, taking a long drag on the dart before exhaling a plume of smoke. You're a fucking dipshit, Matt. But that's a good call. He pulled another long drag. Smoking's expensive. Not as expensive as night vision goggles, I said, eyeing the dark green lenses on the table. Where'd you come across those? He didn't so much as glance at them. A store. The fuck do you think I found them? Oh, now you're going to start another fight, I said. I'm not starting shit. He took another drag. I got him the same time I got the shotgun. When I realized I might need to use it someday. Thanks to your mother's bullshit. He nodded toward Jake's corpse. That's your uncle, I'm guessing. I nodded. Yeah. So you knew about that too? Had a feeling. Christ, Eric said, looking around in a sudden panic. Nolan! Shit. In the chaos of everything, I had totally forgotten about him. Dad, give me your flashlight. I held my hand out expectantly. He looked me up and down, as though incredulous that I'd even asked so lofty a favor as borrowing his light. You boys just say the name Nolan? Yes, Eric said. He helped us, and I think he might be hurt. Dad glanced around suspicious. He's supposed to be dead. The light, asshole, I said, reaching for it. He pulled it away. Hold on now, Matthew. Dad rose from his seat, clearing his throat. You mean to say your late uncle is here with us? I looked at Eric, pleading for him to do something. When it came to our dad, my opinion didn't mean a damn thing. Eric was the golden child. Dad, Eric said, stepping forward. Hand me the light, and I'll show you to him. A moment passed. All right, then. Show me the ghost. Eric took the light and swung it around, toward the center of the room where we'd seen Nolan crash against the table leg. Sure enough, his body was still there, unmoving. I ran to Eric. Eric following, the light bobbing up and down. Our dad took his time, still dragging on his cigarette. I fell next to Nolan's body, racking my mind to recall the first aid course from years ago. I leaned toward his jaws, his stench overpowering and listening for breath. Nothing. Not good. So, Dad said, coming up behind us and giving Nolan a nudge with his boot. This is the brother your mother mentioned. According to her, he died in a fishing accident. Clearly not this case, I said, frustrated. I opened Nolan's eyelids, and his yellow eyes had lost their glow. They gazed lifelessly at the ceiling. Fuck. I rolled him over on his back with all the strength I had, and then began attempting chest compressions with my one good hand. Somebody want to give me a hand? He's dead, Dad said. He flicked his cigarette to the ground. You're not a doctor, asshole. I hated that I was getting this worked up. I pushed on his massive chest, coarse as black fur. I pressed and I pressed, doing everything I could, but my strength wasn't enough to move his cavity a centimeter. Eric, give me a hand. Eric knelt down and Dad grabbed my shoulder and pulled him off. It's okay, he said. Your uncle's dead. Let him rest in peace. I fell on Nolan's chest, with the cuts on my face stinging as the tears slipped into them. He was the only person who tried to help us, I said, sobbing. The only one who tried warning us. Get up, Maddie. It ain't over yet, Dad said coldly. You don't get to speak, I screamed at him. You don't get to tell me when it's over. Everything was pouring out of me. All the hatred, the sadness, the regret. Everything like a tidal wave of emotion. You would have let them take us. He at least tried to help. 
and he died for it. Pull yourself together, Dad growled. If it wasn't for me, the two of you would be lying there next to him. I lunged at him, hating that he couldn't for once have a damn heart. He struggled at me, but I got a foot behind his leg and tripped him to the floor. We crashed against the cold stone, and my broken wrist screamed in pain, but I ignored it. I had one good wrist, and that was more than enough. I raised it up. Eric grabbed it, holding it back and keeping me from bashing my dad's face in. Enough, Matt! Yeah, Matt, my dad said, swinging at me from the below and catching me in the jaw. I rolled him off, dazed, and he clambered on top of me, delivering another short punch to the face. That's enough! Eric dropped the light and tackled him. The two of them rolled off of me. I sat up, shaking the stars from my vision, and I heard something move. Not Eric, not Dad. I glanced at Nolan, who was still motionless. Fuck. Stop it, I shouted. What? Dad said, finally realizing he'd been throwing a goddamn tantrum this whole time. No, I spat. I thought I heard something. I reached to the light Eric had abandoned, sweeping around the room. Everything looked as I remembered it, shattered and broken. I brought the light to the entrance, making sure no making sure no new cryptids were sneaking their way inside. Nothing. All clear. A massive form crashed in front of us, grabbing me by the length of my hair. I cried out as it lifted me up. My nostrils filled with the scent of blood, and it shook me, my neck feeling close to snapping. No, it said, furiously tossing me aside. I crashed through a table with, my, with a groan, my body too weak to move. I heard thundering footsteps, a shotgun blast, more footsteps, another blast, and then screaming, so much screaming. My vision dulled, my mind fading. No, I thought. Eric, I blinked, seeing only darkness. Every movement felt like I'm running a marathon, but I needed to move. I had to. Eric, I coughed. My neck craned upward, following the beam of light toward an empty entryway. In the distance, I heard shouting, crying, hollering. I heard breathing, heavy, brutal breathing. I heard Jake speak. By the time this is over and done with, I'm going to be a fucking huss thanks to all of you. But lucky for me... I'm built sturdier than a human. I tried to rise to my feet, only to stumble and fall painfully on my face. I groaned, rolling out of my back, while Jake continued. Like I said, Eric, I'm a product of progress, and let's make you one too. Darkness filled my vision, and I drowned it, lost in black shadow. My mind and thoughts drifted through a void with only pieces of voices of moments breaking through. I'm so sorry, Eric. I'm so sorry. Regret and guilt swirled inside me. Good. That's the needle done. No, Dad had the needle. I saw him take it. Dad! My voice was nothing. Now say the name, Jake roared. Welcome him into you. Welcome him beyond the veil. I felt myself falling away, losing consciousness. Eric was crying, sobbing. Pr-pridium. No, 